0: Genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you. All right. Welcome to episode 22 of 15 Minutes of Genius. We're just grateful to be here in this amazing studio. Uh, This is Manhattan Beach Studios in the beautiful city of Manhattan Beach. Uh, Big plug to Mark Nicholas, the man, the myth, the legend the guy, the dude, the big Lebowski dude. He is uh, the king of the castle in this region, in this studio, Manhattan Beach Studios, he is amazing. So again, if you ever wanna contact him, Mark n at manhattanbeachstudios.net for photos, video, editing, whatever you want. Um, and by the way, this show is really about just bringing on kick-ass entrepreneurs, um, people that are in this industry that are really making a difference and bringing great brands into the stores. And that leads me to like a nice segue to my guest, Czar Danioko, He is the founder and COO of High Touch Distribution. They are a premier DSD service here in Southern California, Arizona, and Nevada. Um, my, my sheet here is two-sided. That's how this, this guy's been in the industry a long time. He's, as I mentioned, the founder and COO of High Touch. He also was with Green Shoots before, Senior Director of Sales and Operations. He was with Odwalla and Coca-Cola as an account manager on, for, the, for the West Coast. Just goes on and on. He was with Mother's Market and Grocery. I think that's really where he kind of rose in the ranks and really learned about the business. Mother's Market is right over there in Manhattan Beach, across the street. And then he was also in Grocery at Whole Foods um, with a humble beginning. He's been in the business for 25 years. So pretty amazing resume. Czar, how's it going, my man? It's going well, Alex. Thanks, Thanks for having me on absolutely absolutely um i don't have any scripted questions again i'm, I'm living dangerously on these shows because uh, i figure we'll have <laughs> enough content to to talk about uh with the show so um and this just a, a big shout out to the high touch team um you know high touch carries our product genius juice among many other amazing premier brands you guys are doing a freaking fantastic job on distributing us to whole foods mother's market bristol um, because These great accounts. So thanks, man. Your team is working really hard out there and just want to give a big shout out to them.
1: Oh, you're welcome. And like I said, we're, we're glad to have you. We've, we've seen you grow from humble beginnings as well. And in fact, I was looking around in my office for, for some of the old bottles that I can't find them. But I had the little square <laughs> ones, little cute <laughs> ones. I, I, you had flavored ones, I remember, from the early days. So, you know, uh, as, as fast as time has gone by, you know. Uh, it's kind of cool to sit back and, and think about, you know, these early relationships and uh, some of the fun we've had and then some of the challenges too, man, right? I mean, you know, we've had great fun conversations. We've had some tough conversations. There've been a lot of transitions and, you know, adaptation uh, just with, you know, you being an entrepreneur in the beverage business. It's, uh, I, I think this was your first uh, beverage brand and really first, you know, you know, entry into like kind of the CPG world, right? So uh, I think you were, you know, coming into it, you're 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 pretty gun ho, and uh, like I said, it's you know, we've been doing business together, but it's also been been cool just as a, as the a fan. I mean, obviously, we love the product, we drink it. It's it's a staple in, in my fridge at home, but uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's 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 been fun to kind of sit back and watch watch the brand grow and and watch you grow as well. So again, thanks for having us on.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, thank you so much. And it's you know, as we talk about, I mean, this can be a whole episode just about high touch and genius and the partnership, right? And really supporting us and helping us grow and getting through all the tough times and then we're in great times now. So uh, yeah, you guys are real, true partners. Um, so let's let's roll into it here because you have so much experience. And I really want to also touch on too, like just getting into Whole Foods and how that works. But before getting into that, let's talk about your experience. Let's talk about how you really just found The CPG space. This could be. This is such an open-ended question. But talk to us more about your background and what got you inspired to even start in grocery from the humble beginnings, rise up the ranks, and eventually be a founder of a distribution company.
1: Wow, that's a. I'll try to answer that as efficiently as possible. Uh, You know, (laughs) I I could. I I I would start by saying I definitely didn't aim and shoot. You know, uh, you know, I started in grocery. Uh, It was really, you know, my uh, my wife now girlfriend then kind of got was pregnant I, I needed a job as young i was probably gosh 17 18 years old you know and uh it was mrs gooch's at the time uh intestine in uh was opening and my mom uh worked at a hair salon near there and she was like that place is taking applications going there so i didn't know anything about natural foods didn't really know anything about grocery walked in there uh, put it in my application. I actually was like mate, on the maintenance crew for like the first three or six months of the job before I even got on the grocery team. Uh, we and then it, you know got bought out, uh, became a Whole Foods after about a year of being there. Uh, eventually, like I said, I, I I got onto the grocery team and really you know spent a couple of years just you know um, in the store stocking shelves, learning about natural foods, and uh, and and I ended up staying there for for probably quite a few years and then I ended up even transferring to uh, the Northern California region uh, with Whole Foods uh, you know Whole Foods back then uh, this is probably what 90 like 95 96 97 um, you know was it, it was a really fun place to work you know it was one of the one of the funnest places to work there was you know they had stores in multiple regions they were really good about you know promoting within and 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 you know I had I had a roommate that also moved with me from, you know, Southern California to Northern California. He went on to go um, to the East coast. And so like a a lot of people were kind of We used to joke, like kind of do this like whole foods tour, you know, you either go to different stores or you would, you know, move to a region, but, or, you know, move departments or get promoted and try to work your way up. So, you know, I started in the grocery business, uh, like I said, natural foods. Um, And then, you know, uh, after about five, eight years of doing that, You know, an opportunity. I I was always interested on the vendor side, you know, working with, you know, on the grocery team, you know, working with brands and suppliers. Um, And so, you know, you you have a lot of communication, you make friends in the business. And uh, and so I had some friends that were, you know, working for Odwalla Juice and uh, actually James, who works with us now, believe it or not, (laughs) was, was, you know, I've known James that long and uh, he... So shout out to James uh, from High Touch, but yeah, I've known James that long. He actually gave me my first application. He, he was working at Edwalla and I, I remember when he was telling me how the job was and how he basically, you know, was a mini entrepreneur with his truck, able to pedal sell right off the truck. Edwala juice at the time was naked, and Edwala juice were really uh, this was really na- naked juice's background here in L.A. Right? I mean, Odwalla uh, juice was a Northern California brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and James just, uh, you know, he gave me an opportunity. I, I, I thought, wow, that's, that seems like an amazing job. Like, are you guys hiring? So I, I left. I left the grocery business and, and became a route driver for Adwala and uh, loved it. I mean, I, I, I'll tell you. I remember, I remember reading the uh, employee handbook and, and and it said. I I remember reading something to, to the extent of you know, as long as you stay within your territory um you know they pay you commission you can sell as much as you can sell and i was thinking this can't be true like Mm -hmm. if i if i stay out there and i sell whatever i can sell i'll get paid and and it's funny it it, you know that the at the time that the company had two two forms of compensation you were either like a straight hourly employee or or you could be on commission but you had to have sales of of, of, of x for a certain amount of weeks uh before they, they would move you on to that program but most of the the team that i was on they they were they were hesitant to go on commission because you know it was the unknown like if you didn't sell a lot you're, you would get paid less uh, people were more comfortable with the hourly rate and uh, being able to have you know some uh guaranteed pay right so right. But, not uh, you, but not you but, you but, want, you, no, you no, want I to go to commission no longer, like, I, 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 like hell you know, yeah I, I, I had a baby coming right and <laughs> yeah. i was just like i i you know sky's the limit i in right. fact you know er, in the early days i remember even like uh bringing like a change of clothes and, a, and you know and,
0: <laughs> and
1: like after my route I'd like be changing like in the bathroom or I'd something i'd be like at a bond or a pavilion on route and then i i, I would literally like grab a couple of bottles of juice and knock on the bagel shop in the same parking lot or the coffee shop and like drop mm-hmm. off samples and, and and i remember asking for business cards and they were like yeah we don't really do that and i was like how am i supposed to get more accounts you know and uh, right right long story short, i ended up you know uh yeah i was a route driver for a minute an opportunity came uh to to be the district manager um so i i, I got promoted and then I, I you know i didn't know a lick about operations running a team anything like that like i said i had some grocery background and you know and i i i love the the route driving um and being kind of independent and then so you know i got an opportunity to manage the team which at the time were my peers and i remember um the vice president at the time after interviewing and after getting the job i remember him telling me um you know this is going to be one of the hardest things you ever do in your career you know managing uh your peers and so it was it was tough uh but like i said uh, you know it uh we figured it out uh we had an awesome crew um i remember that that team i mean like i said james was on that team jesse was on that team so a lot of guys that still work with us uh we've really stayed close over the over the decades and uh have and been doing what, this for a while and, I think and that's, that's what's what really a little bit different you know
0: yeah, and that's what's really amazing is that such a tight-knit team where you've known each other for so many years like you know Jesse who still works with you today James who like you know reached out and gave you an opportunity at Odwalla and like I just see that like when I see you know team members and like like people in the company that have been together for like you know 10, 15, 20 years that's just a really great sign for that company and how tight-knit you are and how you really respect each other and work really really well together and going into now the tough question, right? I wanna talk about green shoots, right? Because yeah. we learn a lot from our successes. We also learn a lot, I'm gonna say the F word, failure. Yeah. And no matter what, you know, no matter the good intentions, knowledge, there's always gonna be something you miss or something that just falls through the cracks and then something fails. We're all entrepreneurs. We have to fail a couple of times before we really succeed, which is what you're doing with high touch. Green Shoots, for the, for those that don't know, was a distribution company before High Touch, and they went to Whole Foods, they went also to the East Coast. I, we know that ultimately it was shut down, and then you converted that energy into creating High Touch, which is gr- doing great right now. Tell us really just briefly what happened with Green Shoots, why did it fail, what did you learn from that, and how did you parlay that into um, you know starting High Touch?
1: I mean, you know, Green Shoots was, uh, you know, our opportunity to be entrepreneurs. You know, when we started it, it was several of us. that it was probably about 10 of us that came from the Coke system. Um, I think, you know, we, we were sitting in national accounts meetings. And at the time, I think this was 2009 or 10, uh, you know, soda sales were declining. We were working for Odwalla Juice, which really was, you know, the fresh juice and kind of the healthier version, uh, division of Coke. Uh, you know, we, we they had just acquired uh, Vitamin Water, Zico, uh, Simply. Ah, uh, the simply brand, and uh, you know the the I think the big aha to start Green shoots was, you know, Coke, arguably the biggest you know beverage distributor in the world. Um, really, they didn't have any cold chain distribution. You know, they did they didn't have uh, an ability to to take perishable uh, products to you know the all the outlets that you know Coca Cola. Has in their distribution network, so I think that was the white space. That was the original thought of starting Green Shoots, and we, we you know, I, 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 I think you know, without it, I, I wouldn't be here today, and I'm appreciative of the partners that we had when we started it. Um, it was, you know, some some hard lessons we all learned, and and definitely some expensive lessons. Um, I, I think the reason it failed, Alex, was you know we were we were we were going too fast. Um, and we were too spread out, you know, I, I mean, I think you're in the business now. I think you could see how, you know, some brands, they're, they're regional, some trends are regional, um, some, some start and need validation in a certain market before you take it out too far. I mean, at the, you know, in 2010 and 11, really, we were, you know, that was kind of blueprint was just born. Uh, that was one of the brands we had on our truck that were really, you know, we went from selling that this, you know, um smoothie for, you know, three, three something for a smoothie to this cold pressed juice that was (laughs) $9.99. I I think, I think the first cashew milk we put on the shelf out here was 1399. I remember the, you know, the buyer at Whole Foods is like, I don't think, you know, anybody's gonna buy it at thirteen ninety nine. They said, "Well, we'll guarantee all the sales," and we really we spoiled yeah, of the product during yeah. that. For yeah, we did, but we also spoiled a lot. And then you know, and what worked, what was you know, what we saw was what 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 might work here in LA didn't wasn't necessarily resonating, in, um you know, in Texas or in Boston in the Mid Atlantic. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were in seven uh, Whole Foods regions at the time, or, or not seven. We were in I think like five at the time, and uh, it just it, you know we were spread too thin. it was really hard to to get you know um the anchor brands in the portfolio in certain regions to be Mm -hmm. you know duplicated in other regions right you get you know you get 15 brands you have as an anchor in 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 the southern pacific region you go to the northeast and you're you're trying to start a a distribution company with five brands on the truck you know it's 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 really hard to scale um and it's just you know it's a it's it's a tough grind in the in, in the early days with distribution you know you really need um some anchor brands to, to, to help keep the lights on and put, exactly. put fuel in the trucks, you know, without that, it's, it's, re- it's really hard to do. So I think that was the, the main challenge is, uh, you know, we, we, we were, it was exciting time because there was a lot of innovation in the space. I mean, if you think about, it's crazy, if you think 10 years ago, you know, there wasn't a lot of cold brew There was maybe, you know, Stumptown, um, I think in 2010. And if uh, you think about cold press juice, it wasn't even, people weren't talking about HPP, people didn't even know what HPP was. In 2010 um, it was just there was you know it's been around at technology has been around as long as pasteurization but people it just wasn't being utilized especially in beverage um, so there was all these new things happening at the same time we're starting like you know trying to do Sort of like an Odwala esque DSD system, but with mm-hmm. you know highly innovative and highly perishable products and really expensive products. You know, when we're when the in the right
0: region, you know, like if well, yeah, if you can't Southern sell that, California. Product, you know, that that's a yeah. really
1: expensive return. So I think yeah, yeah, that was that was probably you know all that helped to uh, all that ended up to be really you know a lot of challenges that were hard to. To come by for a small team that was, you know, and we were undercapitalized the whole time. I, I would also say that, you know, we didn't. I mean, uh, I know, you know, with a brand, you've, I'm sure, you've had to go raise money, and, 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 you know, that's not easy. It's uh, as never, a brand, never ends. It's, it's, it's very, it's very tough, right, Alex? Especially if it's not your expertise. I mean, go try to borrow money to go buy trucks and, and run a distribution company. It's like, yeah, yeah. like nobody wants to take that risk. You know, it just re- they really don't. They, they, it's uh, yeah. you know, it's not it's not, uh, as sexy of an investment, uh, I guess you would say. So it's, it's really, it's really tough. And then, um, and then to be able to, to, to parlay into high touch, you know, thankfully, you know, I, I have my partner, Chuck Cassano, uh, you know, w- without him, um, I met him. He was one of the brands we were distributing at green shoots and, uh, he saw what was going on. And, and, and it was one of those things when we shut the company down, I, I was actually looking for work. I, I, you know, I was like, hadn't had to go interview and look for a job and, um and I was thinking, man, all the people we help, like, what do what I do now? And and, and you know, and he, he came calling and he was like, Hey, what if we what if we, you know, try to partner up and and do the same thing Green Shoots was doing, but really focus here in Southern California? And I was like And hey, there's a picture right there. Can you get, some, can and you get a, some capital? And he was like, Yeah, yeah. And, and so we called all the retailers and we said, Hey, you know, we called our buyer contacts and I said, Hey, is this is this valuable to you you know if it, if it is you know I'll go, I'll go try to raise some money and and, and mm-hmm. we'll, we'll we'll take a run at this and they were like build it you know we, this in this region there was so much innovation coming out of this region at the time and um and like I said a lot of it was coming in the form of like perishable and fresh and, and mm-hmm. needed a chill distribution so um yeah so high touch was born uh, out of that
0: yeah and definitely I, I think just and it's such an amazing. What, I, what I've always really respected about besides, you, besides you're a hard worker, you're genuine, is that like, it's so inspiring to hear the story where green shoots failed. You know, there was a lot of learning lessons and then you immediately parlayed that, use the word parlayed into high touch and making, making the company so successful. And I really feel like DSD is so essential. Like we have learned DSD when there's perishable product, fresh product, like Genius Juice, or like you showed, you know, whether it's Lucky Jack Cold Brew or Mush, you know, overnight oats, these are all perishable products. And you have to really manage the shelf and make sure that, the turn, you know, you have to make sure that you, you know, turn the product, make sure that the expiration dates are good. Because every single week, this product, that's fresh product, is high traffic areas that get blown out. And then high touch just fills it up right away. And I love how you guys put it right on the shelf, just like instant boom, no back door. it goes right to the shelf, you don't just stop and drop like other distributors like Unify and KE do. Um, nothing wrong with it, what they do, but you guys offer a premium service. I want to get into, because we have a, a few minutes here. Um, I got, I really got to rename the show to, to 20 minutes of genius because every, <laughs> every episode I go over um, because it's, these stories are just fascinating. Monica Coyle to me is one of the, I mean, premier, like she is one of my favorite buyers for whole foods in the country like i've 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 been working with other buyers you know in other regions monica for those that don't know um and sorry if anyone messages you after this asking about getting new products in or new items in she is uh, one of the lead buyers and purchasers at the uh, southern southern pacific region for whole foods located right in glendale Great buyer, cutting edge. She brings in a lot of new items. She loves working with you guys, and you guys have launched a lot of brands in Whole Foods, including Genius Juice. What is your advice on? Again, we have like two minutes here on getting into Whole Foods. You know, kind of breaking down the wall, getting in touch with them. Um, How do you really? How do you stand out to get into Whole Foods? And one thing I will say in mentioning that we're with, I remember this. This is a really very quick story. We were in three re- three stores in the Whole Foods Southern Pacific region. Once, um, and, and this is right around when you launched High Touch in March 2000, um, it was 2015, five years ago yep. actually, five and a half yep. years ago. When Whole Foods got word that High Touch was gonna carry Genius Juice, and you guys with your relationship and just your track record, you green lighted up, they green lighted us into all 55 stores with High Touch as our partner. So. Huge kudos to you guys. Like, I don't think we would have gotten into Whole Foods as fast if it wasn't for High Touch. What's your advice to entrepreneurs that are just wanting to get into Whole Foods? How do you approach them? How do you do it the right way? Um, obviously, if you're perishable, c- partnering up with High Touch is a good move. But what's your advice to those entrepreneurs that are dying to get in and showcase their brand?
1: You know, that's, that's, that's the million dollar question, Alex. And I, I think, you know, I, I would say, do your homework and, 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 and come with something unique. You know, come really. If you have listen, the buyers are amazing. Monica is amazing. Uh, most of the buyers uh, in, in this space really, you know, have a difficult job, right? There's a lot of innovation coming uh, from different ingredients, different categories, um, and there isn't a lot of the, the space doesn't doesn't necessarily grow with the with the innovation, right? So you'll get I me mean, you look at the cold brew set. I mean, how many cold brew brands are there? And 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 the space, Alex, is the same amount of allocation of space pretty much it has been for. I would say over the last, you know, yeah. few years that, that, the, the space is the space, bigger. You, yeah. you look at a kombucha set or a cold brew coffee set, right. That they're, they're, they're pretty much the same, you know, uh, square footage that they have always have been, but there's so many entrants every year. There's so many new, new products coming out. So if you really have something special, um, that's differentiated, um, and you have a proposition, I think you'll get a look, you know, I think, I think the product has to be special. Uh, I mean, I think your product was special. I think you would have made it with or without us. Quite frankly, you know the the product. I mean, you're you're, you're in other regions without us, and you're and you're having some success. So, the product's got to be unique. It's got to be different. Um, without that, it's it, it's it's a tough it's tough. You know, if you're coming with a, a me too type item, um, it you know sometimes there isn't space. You know, a lot of times these buyers are, have have difficult decisions. With sometimes it's one in, one out. Uh, they're bringing something in you. Something's got to come out of that set. There just isn't enough space for everything. Um, and everything has its time and everything has its season. So I could say, I, I would just say, really, you know, do your homework. Um, try to find that white space. And and, and and timing's everything. That's the other thing I would say, right? And and that's something we, we don't necessarily always have control over. But, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, Chuck and I have always said, you know, let's – one of, one of the things we've, we've tried to do in this business is really not force anything, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, when, when the timing's right, you'll know, you'll feel it. And and that's when you go hard. Right. And because a lot of times you'll have good ideas. And I'm sure you as an entrepreneur with, with a brand, like there's so many times you've wanted to pivot. And, and and but the timing might not have been right. And and so you have to you have to hold off or you have to wait. Um, and sometimes you got to go quick. Right. Before. Everybody else gets on it. I mean, if you think mm-hmm. about how much oat milk is there now with dairy all. I mean, there was you know, oat milk wasn't that big of an ingredient. It was it was soy and almond milk for for decades.
0: Exactly. Right? It came out came and out of nowhere. Oat it milk came out of nowhere. <laughs> nowhere. And it was like wow, this
1: is pretty creamy. This was a great coffee Taste creamer. Batter. This would make yeah. you know. And then and then there's you know, tons of other nut milks and cashew and right, uh, help milk. Uh, you know, that we're selling these days. So I mean. I think if the, if, if you have something unique, you have a really good chance. So if you're, if you're dying to get into an amazing retailer, like whole foods, you know, really just do your homework, you know, try to try to bring something innovative and fresh to the space. And I think you have a great shot.
0: Exactly. From your mouth to God's ears, man. I mean, that is just (laughs) sage advice for any entrepreneurs that are watching that you're developing a brand. And again, just, you know, big shout out to the high touch team, to you, to James, to Chuck, to Jesse, to Chris and all the drivers. And I know you hire. Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> you, you
0: don't guys, see. you guys are amazing. And and I you know, and we talked about Monica Coyle earlier, like big shout out just to Whole Foods for giving brands like us a chance. You know, five years ago when we were super young and they believed in the concept and the product and now we're expanding in Whole Foods and getting in more and more regions. So but again, I really feel that we would not be here today with Whole Foods Sopak if it wasn't for high touch. And it wasn't for Monica. I think like having the right partners that believe in us from a very early um, stage is so important. And you guys like believe that even before we had a label, you're like, I like this product. This is, I mean, it was good. Chuck, it was good.
1: It still is good. <laughs> yeah. And, and
0: really quick story. Cause actually Chuck is coming on uh, as our next guest. I, we're, we're taping it right after you. But um, Chuck found us at a cafe in the little eight ounce bottle and he emailed me and uh, he's like, You know, this is when we were in three stores for Whole Foods and he emailed me and I thought it was like, uh, I I didn't think it was serious. He's like, I found your product at this cafe. Um, It's really, really good. I think we can get you into all 55 stores for Whole Foods because we have the relationship and the distribution. And I thought it was a joke. I I thought it was a prank, (laughs) I should say. And I didn't respond. I didn't respond to his first email. And then Chuck Cassano, who is, you know, also an investor in High Touch and uh, one of the partners, he emailed me again. He's like, "This is your last chance. If you don't respond to this email, I <laughs> I'm going to I'm, I'm going to move on." And we were honored <laughs> that we were one of the first three brands on the high touch truck. It was us Forger and what was the third one? It was Live and yeah. Saint Benoît, Saint, yeah. Saint
1: Benoît Milk at the time.
0: Exactly. So yeah, thanks, man, Azar, for uh, burning the midnight coconut oil and being on our show at, at your office. I'm sure it's not the first time you've been at your office late. <laughs> uh, but thank you again for joining us on uh, episode 22 of uh, 15 Minutes of Genius.
1: Awesome. Thanks for having us, Alex, and uh, good luck with everything.
0: Thanks, man. Yeah, you as well. All right. So again, that's, that's uh, episode 22 of 15 Minutes of Genius with the founder and COO of High Touch Distribution, that's Zarr Danny Oko, the man himself. Big shout out to Manhattan Beach Studios. That's Mark over there, this guy right over here. Mark at ManhattanBeachStudios.net for like editing desires. And one more thing, stay genius, my friends. Genius for life, coconut smoothies coming at you.